Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagaba. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Okay. So give me your acrobatics check. Okay. Well, it could be athletics if you want to tie decks to it. Ah, no worries. You jump across, and as you land there, it is surprisingly stable. You don't feel any crack or any shifting of the pillar as you land on it. And as a free action, can I try and pluck the candle? Yes, you may try. So you reach down and you grab at the candle. And I need you to give me another strength check. Strength check? Okay. Yep. Or athletics. Well, um, okay. Whatever. I'll just do athletics. They're the same, but... Are you... Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Are you just going to grab it and just yank on it? Well, I don't see any other method of collecting it. Or are I you mean, just going to try to pick it up a little bit more delicately? Oh, I won't be trying to pull it out. I'm, I'm trying to preserve it as much as possible. I mean, All if right, it's just looking me, like a, a candle, then... Give me a sleight of hand check, but tie it to your strength. Okay. It shouldn't really matter, but because it's all the same. Ugh. Nine. So you grab onto it, and you, and you don't want to yank on it, but you are going to pull with some force, and you grab onto it, and it seems to be held fast. But something seemed a little bit off as you did try to pull it. It just, I mean, clearly you it should have come up, but that it didn't. But something else, it, it seemed like you probably would have noticed it if you had another action okay well that's my turn done yeah okay now Norbit okay so you move south and you as you're moving south you hear the clump jump smacking and quickly turning to the left you see Thorn is kind of you know hands out and balancing on this this pillar above a chasm and then you watch as he reaches down to, to grab what, do you, what else are you going to do? He, he sees nothing because I'm invisible. Oh, shit, of course. You hear that. Never I mind. That. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to walk down the bottom there because um, I've been confused about what's going on for the last hour or so. For the last 15 minutes, that's right, while all this has been going on. You already moved 10 feet. Is so it 10? Yeah, you get to there. Put me wherever you like. 
So you walk up there nonchalantly in your loincloth, your claws extended out, carefully walking forward. You heard the sound of Clicker's voice uh, bouncing off the walls to the south. Where you stand now, you still are unable to see anything other than the passage curves to the east from where you're at. I shall look at the pick that I'm holding in my hand and wonder how it got there. Ah, right. Sorry. Yeah, you picked up that pick from the table. Right-o. It's there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the pick and I'm wondering how I got it. I've been confused for the last five or ten minutes. Okay. The effect of the darkness has got to me. And you do not have dark vision. So, actually, with the light there, you would have... Even though you passed out of the dark, you can see the, the the glowing light to the coming from the the north of you. So it would be dim light. So at this point, you'd only be able to move half speed. So actually, you would only get here. 5, 10, 15 feet. This is why I'm confused. I, I, I think I'm somewhere else and it's dark and I, I don't do very well in the dark. Okay. All right, Volga, what are you doing? Okay, where, uh, where from um, the sound we heard quicker? Where was it coming from? Coming from the south of where you are. Yeah, so I'm gonna go full speed, full dash th that way. Okay. So draw out where you want to go. All right. Yeah, run to the side. There's 20 feet of 60. And you can see that the, the cavern bends around the corner there. That's 35. You get to that point and you notice the spider, the half spider is kind of on the wall, on the ceiling above Clicker. Clicker is now in a cocoon on the ground one of her arms is is holding a dagger and is outside of the cocoon and you see another form a couple forms one with its head out also laying on the ground and you can give me a history check unless you remember who that is you have seen this person before but very briefly is that the husband of the lady in the place where no no then I don't remember who that is yet. Give me a history check. Oh lord, look at that. Yeah, you recognize the, the face as the person that you had bumped into when you arrived into Elm Twinkle's tree. Oh shit, one of those. Oh, okay. Well, if you told me he was a catfolk, I would have remembered. Yeah, okay, sorry. Because I only met one so far. Yeah. So you recognize his face and he, as you come around the corner, he is looking, his eyes are wide as he's looking up at the spider above and he looks back at Clicker. So you've moved now 35 feet. What else are you going to do? Finish your dash? Uh, a couple of questions. So I moved 35 feet. That's more than my range. Yes. So I'm going to have to use dash anyway. Um, is the spider creature, is it next to the clicker? Like, it's right directly up above in her him. Face? Okay. It's roughly five feet above him. 
I don't wanna get closer. Okay, can I um um how is the road between me and the creature? Is it difficult terrain or are the webs purely decorative? Those webs are at the moment are decorative. You would have a clear passage continuing eastward. Um, I, I, I want to try to, I will go a little bit further and I will try to, like, blend with the wall. <laughs> okay, you can give me your, as you're running along and dashing, I'm happy if you want to try to do this, give me your uh, stealth check as well. Uh... <laughs> I should have told you to put that in the tower. You, seeing what you do, you quickly continue your movement forward and you suck yourself against the side of that southern cavern, hoping you were quick enough. It wouldn't have seen you. No, it couldn't have seen you. You were just, you were, you were just too quick. Yeah, no, I didn't have very high hopes. <laughs> but... Okay, that's it. That's my turn. All right. The spider, once more, still above you, it descends a little bit, gets a little bit closer as you wave your dagger, and once more it squeezes its torso this a little bit stronger this time, and more of this ooze comes dripping down towards your head again, clicker. You can give me... I should have done this before. I should have said a dexterity saving throw, so give me another dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh, that's just fantastic. Once more, a, a larger globule of this stuff comes dropping down towards you again. And this time, you manage again to, to jerk your face out of the way so it falls to the ground beside you. It's not, you don't hear the sound of sizzling or anything like this. It just kind of hits the ground there and it just pools beside you, sucking up a bit of the dust, looking really gross and disgusting. And once more, the fellow beside you, his head towards you, Weakly, he says, Don't, don't let it get it inside you. Shut up! <laughs> Just as she says that, it goes in her mouth. Uh, Thorn, your turn. Alright, I'll try and pluck this again as, as a free action if it's possible. If, if I can't, I'll keep moving. So, when you tried to pluck, there was something about it that you felt that was clearly pulling against what you were doing as you tried to lift up with some force delicately but with some force are you going to yank this time or are you going to try to see if you can understand something more about it uh i'll yank all right give me your your strength or athletics check yeah once more you yank at it and you're unable to pull it up but as you you yank at it this time you're more focused but focusing on what you're doing as much as you could and you do notice little sparks of green light that pop from where it's at the surface and as you yank you feel the pillar shift a little bit underneath your feet okay well, I'll stop playing around with the candle and hop across the other stone um, onto the other side. 
near Norbert, hopefully. All right, acrobatics again. Okay. Just one roll, so I'm going to get not two. Oh, yeah. with these sevens. It wasn't going to be difficult. So you easily jump from one to the other and you arrive on the other side. And then I'll keep this Norbert going. I, I don't know, it's not his turn, so he's just messing around. Okay. I'll keep moving. I'll see that Volga ran off and, and I'll follow. Okay. So you've got like one another five feet left? Yeah. That's about is that's my double move. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So you quickly run past as Norwood stands there looking at the pick in his hand. Actually I'll be I'll be off to the side a little bit so that um he won't notice and hopefully not run into the back of me. Yeah. I will say that as you run past there, I should have I should have I forgot that um well, actually, same for you, because you do not... Oh, you you do have dark vision. I do have dark vision, yes. Shoot, and I hear I was, I was going with the fact, thinking that Volga had dark vision. Shoot, 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 Volga doesn't have dark vision. Ah, shit. So, <laughs> retcon. Should I, should I go back? No, you are where you are. It's dark, though, so anything that you're going to try to attempt to do in there is going to be very difficult without some source of light. My bad. So yeah, Thorn is the one with the dark vision. Shit. Pay attention, Stacy. Am I the only one that has dark vision? Yes. Looks like it. You are the only one. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. You're on your own. All right, Clicker, you're up. Clicker is now going to try and free her torso another one. Alright, give me another your damage roll from your dagger. Oh, nice. You've now freed your other arm and one of your legs. There's just bits of webbing that remain still stuck to you that is still stuck against the side of the wall where you're at. So you're not completely free of it, but you've got both arms and leg uh, free of the webbing now. You are prone. I should put that on you. You're not grappled. Oops, I've got a couple of prones on you. Okay. What are you going to do? Um, so I'm assuming she can't move. And that was my action. And yeah, the web still have you held against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. All she exclaims is. I was chosen. You are not the one. Okay. It keeps uh, now thrashing around very wildly. She's trying to get free as quickly as possible. Okay. This time, the dry darrow, it skitters across the ceiling, getting over there. And once more, it 
it as it skitters and it gets over to there it looks back at you and it once more it concentrates and it utters something and once again give me a second as i do this a bubble of darkness appears about you and this one over here disappears So it does that. That was 5, 10, 15, 20. And then it goes down the wall. So that's 20, 30. Silly question. Do any of the other party members have light? Like a torch or something? I don't know. Is this a question you're going to ask on your turn? <laughs> no, it's a question I asked because I wasn't here last session. So... I would have ah. noticed if Norbit or Volker was carrying some sort of light source. Norbit did have a sconce, but he uh, gave it to the dead grey dwarfish creatures. And it still is back where he left it. I'm not sure about what... I think Volga has a torch. I don't remember. Probably not. Because I would... Uh, I don't have a treat and, and I was planning to do the... Um, create fire stuff okay Norbit you notice now that the bulb of darkness that had been to your north to your your northwest disappears and you now can see the the flickering light so you can see the green light that flickers to your northeast or to your north and then you can also see now the flickering light back towards the entrance okay and I'm just going to go and get a torch, guys. I'll be back shortly. Are you dashing? Yeah, why not? Let's dash. That's 30. Where's the sconce? Yeah, you, you put it on there. So now, of course, you went and deleted it out of your inventory instead of putting it in the party sheet. So give me the a second to find it because again. I gave it to them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Makes perfect sense. I have a sconce. There you go. It's sitting on the table there. It's in the party sheet now. I think in Australia it's pronounced scone. <laughs> <laughs> he said that too, and I thought scone is the, the pastry. It is. That's the whole point. <laughs> Big oh. silly. Scone is the pastry. Yeah. Uh, you grab it up. I have grabbed that. So you've, that was 30, 35, 40. So you still have another 20 feet of movement as you Do run I? up there and quickly pick up the sconce. I'm ensconced with the sconce and I run back. So if you want to draw a, a bubble around you for how far you can see as you carry the, the light source. I would love to do that. How big is, is it a sconce It should say... On, just look on the, the description. It should tell you what how big it is. It says sconce. And that's all it says. It doesn't say. No. It just says sconce. <sighs> oh, well. There. Ah, good. Now it's the Everbright sconce. 15 foot radius and 15 additional 15 feet. So 30 feet total. 30 feet. the magenta color. Oh, that was Thorn who drew that bubble. That, that was me. 
I'm waiting Morgan's for the person in white, white to make it bigger. Can't make it. Come on. Any which way, Volga. <laughs> so it was dark, but it gets darker in front of you, and you can't see anything. Okay, so I'm gonna cast uh, Produce Flame uh, to set my hands on fire, and that gives me 10 feet of good light and 10 more feet of dim light around me. So you cast that, and as the light comes up, you can see back around you to the left and to the right as the light flickers off the walls, but directly to the east of you now, there is a familiar blackness to the air that your flames does not want to penetrate. Uh, I'm gonna shout. Clicker, are you there? Are you okay? And wait for the answer. <laughs> She's dead. If to you, <laughs> let, let's leave. I will kill you one day. You and me, <laughs> duel. <laughs> I'm here! I'm here! I'm in a web! Are you badly hurt? I think that's all Clicker can answer in one. Yep. Will Especially because she's still threshing around. Like, she's not saying that in, in one motion. It's like slightly hacked up words. Okay, I'm gonna get us. I will go a little bit further forward. No, no, I'm not, because something may come up out of the darkness. I'm actually gonna uh, back up like five, ten feet, ten feet, and wait for the others. Okay. Alright, Thorn. I will keep moving. So you move ten feet forward. Yeah. As you pop around, you, you can see Volga has got a couple of flames in her hand as she stands with her back up to the wall, her head turned, looking at the bulb, the darkness that is to the east. I walk up to here. Yep. And I whisper in Volga's um, very um, interesting ears. Hey, do we know where Clicker is? You recognize the voice, but you do not see. Ooh, that's creepy. Um, she's in the darkness, not too far, if I can, if I'm right. Oh, okay. I can't see in there. Um, look, I, I'm invisible at the moment, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I can't shoot into there. I'm out here clicker. Let's let's wait for Norbit and go in all together. I think that's our best chance. Um, she didn't tell that we should hurry, so I suppose we have a second. Okay, I'll step back. And I'll move back and that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Clicker. You are still stuck against the wall. You cannot see a thing at the moment. All light is completely gone. You hear Bashir on the floor beside you moaning. Oh 
Clicker. Save me, please. Did you just drop the ball or did they already know? I think they figured I it out. I didn't know, but I do now. Oh. Was I not supposed to know that? Oh, well, I figured with what I said to Volga that you would have figured it out. Uh, okay. So, uh, now, because of that, I didn't even listen. What did he say? Sorry. He said, Clicker, please save me. Don't let it get inside. Okay, and she's going to try and ah. I mean she knows her inventory better than I do um yeah she has five torches and of course the backpack is still on her now question is is it feasible that she could grab one of the torches already or does she still have to cut herself loose more no you could you could readily pull if you got a torch in your backpack you could readily pull it out you're just held fast to the wall your backpack and your other leg is still held up by that webbing but be no problem to cut yourself free with one I more just, stroke of your dagger I just remembered she was she held the black file in her hand uh, at the end of the last session so. yes that is true that's right filled with the blood of yep one of the gray dwarfish looking okay. creatures yeah. so that is still in in her left hand and she's still grasping it uh, grasping it and because she has the dagger in the other she's not going to pull the torch let alone light it however that is going to work and uh is going to try to get free and wherever there is a pole because she can't move forward because of the web uh, she's going to try to to uh, cut it loose okay this time because Complete it's completely dark blindness. Yeah. I want you to give me a an attack roll for your dagger <laughs> easily why did I have a disadvantage I don't think it's going to matter because there's no way that you can get a zero on your damage. So with your dagger, you manage to go against the stones, not not dulling the dagger on the stones, but you manage to quickly swipe through the rest of the webs, freeing yourself from the wall. You are now mobile once more. You're still prone though. She's gonna get up using her movement. Okay. I am free leave last chance and it's, it's gonna start stabbing around her um or not stabbing but swinging around her with with a dagger to try and buy time um yeah next next turn she's gonna try and uh, just randomly swinging else. about in yeah the yeah just just to to buy time and uh, get some distance uh, and not let them simply approach her. Okay. Volga. You hear Clicker's voice coming, and with your passive perception, 
listening as you hear Clicker's voice, it sounds like Clicker is only about 30 feet, maybe 35 feet away from you. Okay. <clears throat> Thorn, I assume, is somewhere next to me. Do I see or do I hear an orbit? No. Right? Passively, you heard some footfalls coming from the northwest. You can't see him, but you heard something that might have been him from the northwest. Um, I'm gonna speak into the air, <laughs> I suppose. Yep. Um, Soren, uh, I think you will have to go in with Norbit. I'm going on my own. And I'm gonna use my last beast shape to to become again a gecko. Okay. And then I will crawl forward on the wall. Go for it. <laughs> and then just click off your last use of wild shape. Yeah. That's if just I these. Can. Oh, there it is. There you go. That's Not just quite frightening. <laughs> I, I that is a very, my, very large gecko. I definitely do my wild shape with a much more delicate sound. This is not <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. very cute. He needs to find a different one. I uh. object. It's, okay, it's um, the harps and butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It's the butterflies playing harps? Yes. There you go. Thank you. So, do you want to do your movement now? Uh, I don't. I don't see the map. I'm in the darkness. I'm a gecko in the darkness. But your gecko has blind sight. No, I mean literally. I see a black field and a token of a gecko. Oh well, left, left click it. Ah, yeah, got it. Thank you. Um, let me check how much movement do I have. I forget. Uh, does the encumbrance count in the um, in the? We talked shape? about that before, and I was uh, I was happy to say no. Okay, so I have forty feet of movement or climbing movement. Yeah. So I want to get here, but I want to also be higher up. So I would count that as a full 40 feet of movement. Yeah, if you climbed up along the wall from the Euclidean point of view, yeah, that would be because it's eight feet above. So yeah, that would get you yeah. 40 feet. You'd be 40 feet at that point on the ceiling. Yeah, I just want to be close enough to be able to also observe because the gecko has a blind sight of 10 feet. Okay, so you get to that point and you... Uh, oh, yeah. So you hang from the ceiling at that point and from there you were able to see as you come skittling along into there. You don't see it first, but you keep skittling and you get to a point where you are just able to see clicker is standing and you catch out of the corner of your gecko eye as she swings her dagger boat wildly in the air in front of her 
Okay, I will try to stand clear of the swing clicker. And that's the end of my turn. Yep. Because wild shape is in action. Yep. All right. Norbert. Well, with me sconce held high, I'm going to go barrowing down the, the hallway as fast as I can. Okay, so you're heading directly west then? Or sorry, direct, yeah. directly east? Down the hallway. I'm coming to save you guys. You come flying past, running with the sconce held in front of you, carefully but quickly moving th uh, along the a fairly smooth floor. Thorn, you catch sight as, as Norbert goes flashing past you, shouting as he did. Is that it, Norbert? Yep. Okay. You can't quite see Volga, the Drydero, on the south wall, but you can hear the skiddling sound coming from the south. Skidding a little bit, little movements of legs on the, the floor of the, sh the cavern. And then of a sudden, the Drydero comes rushing forward towards Clicker, and it bites at you, Clicker. missing you as as you continue to weave your dagger about it's enough that one of your weaves causes it to to move its head at the wrong time so it is unable to latch onto you and so it follows up with its hooked spears it tries to grab onto your legs and that it does with its hooked spear grabs onto your legs and it knocks you back down prone so you're now prone once more and then, as you're prone, it attempts to grapple you. What is that? Oh, Jesus. That's terrible. Seven plus one for eight. Eight strength contested. So you are prone, but you on the ground, you manage to roll as it tries to grasp you with its legs, but you manage to roll between its legs as it's unable to grapple you where you lay your turn clicker get off of me and clicker tries to roll around uh one once or twice jumps back up uh trying to gain a solid footing and is just listening for a split second with no movement only listening to to movement in front of her and then in one motion uh, pulls her rapier out of the sheath and stabs forward so you drop the dagger then yeah okay so that would be rolled at disadvantage as you try to strike the dry arrow Here comes a double 20. Oh my god, FGU. I'm using my inspiration. I didn't <laughs> see anything, so it's like suspenseful for me. Yeah, great, great. Perfect. That's a three. Fish rapier. 
There goes my inspiration. <laughs> Swinging wildly with your rapier, you are unable to connect other than you hear the sound of scraping as your rapier passes across thick carapace. Okay. Um, and that's it. She can't really move. Bashir. Oh, please, Clicker. Not here. I can't die here. Help me. Norbit. Norbit will continue hurtling down the hallway. I'm coming, Kay. guys. I'm coming. Are you dashing or are you just. I am dashing. Okay. <laughs> so you move up to there. He's very dashing. <laughs> and so you You're find making yourself. <laughs> Gosh, you find yourself in a a larger cavern. You see some stalactites about. You see a bit of a pooling of water about you. Looks like there is a bit of some bones about on the floor as well. At the moment, you see nobody around you. That's the end of my turn. Silly question. Did he see did he see where Volga went? It was in the dark. He didn't see anything. <laughs> okay. You can't see in the dark. So you went past me and it was dark and she was gone before I got there. Alright, Volga, you're up. You're on the ceiling. On the ceiling you watched as the Dradero came shooting out of the darkness to attack at Norbit, but what luck was on Norbit's side, what God watched over him or her as she managed to avoid this, the bite and the strikes. What are you going to do? Okay, is the spider person uh, on the ceiling or on the floor? On the floor. Okay, can I move around it so that I'm on its back? Yep. Like in, a, in the real life terms, I want to stab in the back. In the D&D terms, I want to have advantage because of flanking with clicker. <laughs> okay, you could move there, but you would need to drop to the floor at that point. Yeah, I will I will sort of choose my position while moving on the on okay. the wall and on the ceiling and then I will drop and bite. All right, you drop down to the floor falling 8 feet and I'll say being a gecko, you're fine. Eight feet isn't a 10 foot fall, so you're fine. So go for it. Sorry, there is quite a lot of shit. Okay, so cast. Disadvantage? Are you you just trying to bite? Yes. If you're just trying to do a melee, then yes. You rolled a six and a six for a total of nine. You are unable to connect with the spider in front of you as you drop from the ceiling. Oh, that's not nice. Okay. Uh, okay. I will uh, maybe move to the little bit to the side. Okay. And, and that's it and cower <laughs> alright 
the dry darrow speaks in a, that same language and at that point it grabs onto the form of the cocoon form of Bashir and it starts moving off in this direction so even at disadvantage Krilker you can take an opportunity attack and Volga as well uh, if there, if it's invisible, you don't get opportunity attacks when you move away. Yeah, it's in darkness. That's right. So only Volga would get an opportunity attack. And again, you're unable to catch it. Devil's number three sixes. Outside of your line of sight. Oh, hold on a second here. You would have heard that, Thorn, as it spoke those words. Okay, I'll come round again. Yep. Is the darkness still there? The bubble of darkness remains, yes. Ugh, I can't see anyone in there. Yep. I'll call out, Um, Volga, Clicker, where are you? You guys can respond. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Where, where's the creature? Where is it? I don't see anything. I don't see anything either. Um, I did see uh, Norbert uh, run, run past um, off to the north. You can answer as well, very quickly, Volga. She's a right. No, you can't. <laughs> Certainly can't. Well stated. Yeah. Okay. Can I follow a little bit the creature just to see which which way it goes? Uh, on your turn. Uh huh. Okay. Thank you. Is that it for you, Thorn? Or are you doing anything else? Um. Okay. I I'm going to keep walking up. Um, and uh, while I'm walking up, I'll go to Clicker. Are, are you feeling um, hurt, Clicker? Do you need some healing? I'm okay, it's just a jab. So I'm going to keep walking that way. I love that it takes you right up to the mask and then it stops you dead at the mask. Does it? Yeah. Why? Why can't I go any further? No, you can. I just have to move you. So you move uh, into the darkness. And as soon as you start walking into the darkness, your movement drops to half speed. So you would get 5, 10, 15. That was 15 feet. So it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, you'd be there. Okay. Well, that'll be my turn done. Okay. Clicker. You heard footfalls coming in in front of you. You heard the skittering heading off to the east. Mm. And you can hear the skittering still in the east. Liquor is going to try to find Bashir next to her. You reach down on the floor. And reaching about on the floor, patting about around you, you do not. You feel one cocoon beside you but you don't feel the second cocoon. 
Bashir? Where are you? You hear a voice calling out from the darkness of the east. Please, please. No! He's mine! And she's gonna start charging blindly, probably falling flat on her nose towards the east. Okay, roll me a D, a D10. Anger. So you run blindly, taking off in the direction that you think that you, the sound has come from. And you run and you bump against someone, smacking into someone in front of you. Thorn clicker bumps right into you. Hey, watch it. I try and turn her to direct her towards the way she should be going. Okay. If you're talking again, Ivan, not hearing you, clicker. Yeah, she said, uh, she said, Fast! Towards Bashir! Uh, uh, that way. Uh, go that way. And I sort of pat her on the back, I guess, to try and direct her that way. All right. And so you can move. Right, you said you were dashing? Yep. How many dashing people do we have in this party? Ooh, you're just a stunning bunch we are. So dashing, but your movement is reduced by... So 25, so you can go 50 feet. So that was... 5. That was 10 feet there. And he points you in a direction to go. So you go... You get to here... And as soon as you get to there, you trip over a cocoon in front of you. You trip and you fall prone. Or actually, give me give me a dexterity saving throw. You need to beat a DC 7. Can't give you anything right now because the game crashed because I uh, adjusted the window size by like two pickles, pixels. Pickles. <laughs> nice. By two pickles. Jeez. That'll do it. That'll do it. Why would you adjust the size? You can't do I, that. I didn't mean to. <laughs> the, the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will have you. I'll, I'll it wasn't you. Tea break. Yeah, tea break is good. Good tea idea. Break. Let's do a tea break. All right. Good plan. Clicker, you had just tripped over top of the cocoon of Bashir. And you'd used, that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 of your 50 feet of movement. What else are you doing, uh, Clicker? So you tripped over top of the cocoon. You wanted some sort of check from me. To see oh, if yes. she landed uh, to, to, on to, the ground, probably. About whether or not you tripped. So let's do a dexterity saving throw. 13. Yeah, so you bump into it as you're rushing forward and you begin to fall, but you quickly catch yourself with your hands against the, the cocoon of Bashir in front of you and you do not go prone. But he's like, oh, is that you, Clicker? Cut me free. We still have an action. And that's your turn. You've got yep. Yep. 10 feet of movement left. She's going to stand right there. Volga, the gecko. 
so I'm going after the creature just to follow it to see where it goes. Okay. And it is that way, right? You did see it go off in that direction, yes. So you skitter along the floor in that direction and move 15 feet and you get there and you you two come up against the the form uh you you well that bubble is just a very poorly drawn bubble so you're still inside of it but you do bump up against the form the cocoon form of bashir and you can see that clicker is standing there to the to to your left stab it clicker stab it and uh, i don't see the creature right you're still in the bubble uh actually right with blindsight yes you would see it you would see that it is it is there and it is dragging the cocoon of bashir this is ivan i'm also known as gregory dog the hammer dog games community manager and i'm playing clicker a ravenfolk locksmith Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vorgashelis, the Farvog Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagobah, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.